<laughs> and welcome to the news podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. Jeremy, we're doing episode blah, 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 blah. I forgot to look before we <laughs> even recorded. I'll tell you. Give me one second. Uh, not a problem, but uh, it is the October month. And so that means we are doing uh, horror movies. Uh, previously, we've done, um, uh, what, like vampires? Uh, we did... Werewolves or something? Witches. We did we werewolves. Did we did witches. We did ghosts. We did ghosts. This year, we're just doing uh, popular villains from horror movies. Yeah. Um, for instance, like, we've already done Jason. Yes, we have. Um, but we might replay that one, uh, that episode. But... We are going to start things off with... Um, episode 159. 159. I knew that. Episode 159. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a while. We took a month off. And that's yeah. fine. Yeah, we did. And uh, we decided to uh, go out with a bang here in October with uh, our horror movies. So we're going to do Child's Play 2. So we're going to do the uh, the great icon villain of uh, Chucky the Doll. Yep. Uh, and uh, we're going to do that. Uh, it is uh, a movie from 1990, uh, about two years, exactly two years after the first movie, mm-hmm. 1988, this movie was released. Uh, not a good fanfare from uh, a lot of reviewers. Uh, I no. think time and perspective in horror movies has shown to prove that this is um, a fun movie. Yeah. That... Uh, Kind of surpasses the original, in my opinion. But that's just me. And I love, I love the original Child's Play. Uh, I rewatched it a couple years ago, and I went, whoa. Yeah. This is, like, this is better than I remember. Because you think of, like, Chucky as, like, this really weird doll that just kind of says, you know, quirky, sarcastic things and then kills people. Yeah. Right? It's just like puns and murder. Right. right. Like just puns and murder. Puns and murder. Which we should make a horror movie called Puns and Murder. There you go. I don't know why. Um, just, you know, some you know guy doing dad jokes. You know? Like, yeah. that could be the step... Like, if we remade the stepfather... Okay, I, whatever. Yeah. I digress. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Child's Play 2 is what we're doing. Um... What do you have to say about this movie, Jeremy? Um, what to well, start with? Uh, I can I can always start with the synopsis here. Yes, why don't we do that? Let's do that, and then um, it's been a while. You you told me something interesting, and I, I kind of want to like circle back to it here. Uh, what did I tell you? I'll tell you in a second. Here. Mm-hmm. So, you ready? Mm-hmm. Chucky's back. The notorious killer doll with the satanic smile comes back to life in this new chapter, depicting the terrifying struggle between young Andy Barclay uh, and the demonic doll attempting to possess his soul. Despite being roasted to a crisp in his last escapade, Chucky rises from the ashes after being reconstructed by a toy factory to dispel the negative publicity surrounding the doll. Okay. Back in one piece, Chucky tracks his prey to a foster home where the chase begins anew in this sequel to the enormously popular original. Okay, so what did I say? That was, oh, that it was yeah. normally, yeah, yeah. That what? What did I say? So uh, the enormously, thing is, I can't say enormously. Enormously, yes. Enormously. Certain words I can't say. After, no, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Being in the hospital. Uh, some taglines include: "It's playtime again." This fall, Chucky rules. In 1988, he startled us with a frightening vision. Then he was destroyed and left for dead. Now he's about to be reborn. Keep an eye out for it. Well, that's one of the taglines. Yeah, was... Another tagline is, look out, Jack. Chucky's back. Okay. And uh, one, of the, one of the most famous ones I know is, sorry, Jack. Chucky's back. See, about, I want to say 11 years ago, about a year before I met you, I found a Child's Play 2 t-shirt at Walmart. Weird. In Fremont. Which makes sense, I guess. Yeah. And, um... You know I bought that thing. Well, of course. Why wouldn't you? Because it's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and it did not fit me then. And I didn't care. because oh, was, like, was it like a midriff? It was something. Oh, it yes. just was like one like less than what I normally Sweet. wear. And, but I wore it anyway. And I was like, boom. This is amazing. And it had where it was Chucky with like scissors. With the, uh, with with the, the cutting uh, the jack, jack in, in the, the box. box. Yeah. yeah. And it said, sorry, Jack. Chucky's back. 
I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. So, like, to me, this is where, and this is something you had mentioned, too, mm-hmm. and I think you're 100% correct. Like, to me, this is Ooh, where... Mark it on the calendar. <laughs> to me, this is where the horror aspect of this movie comes in. Oh, what is franchise comes Yeah, yeah, in. yeah. And to me, this is the movie that sets the tone. Right. This is the Friday the 13th 2. Yes. This is the second one. Yes. Where you get more iconicness. Correct. In this movie than you did the first movie. Yeah. And the first movie is... The first movie is... Almost more suspenseful thriller, yeah, than than yeah. this because they purposely. It's a great movie. Oh yeah, very much yeah. so. But what they did was they purposely, uh, they purposely dragged out the whole. Uh, is it actually the kid right. who's crazy? Is Andy crazy mm-hmm. and actually a murderer, or is it the mm-hmm. doll? Yeah, and they. Like originally, I think what I had read was like originally in the script, they weren't going. You weren't gonna one hundred percent say in the first movie. Yeah. Okay. And then they were like, as they rewrote it, they were like, no, we should say, mm-hmm. but they wanted to leave it until like one of the very last scenes. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, and eh, no, and just so then they, yeah. They, you know, opened it back yeah. up, but it is, it's more of a thriller to me than it, it's, it's hard not to love that because you got Dinah Man off in that movie. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she falls out the window. Yeah, the first movie, love that. Um, and then Chris, uh, Chris Sarandon, yep, uh, Susan Sarandon's brother, which it's Jack, true, Jack Skellington, yes, yes, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. And um, he's in that and he's great in that, and it becomes more of like the story between. Him and kind of the mom and Andy. Yes. And not necessarily Chucky. Right. This movie full out takes everything that worked in the first movie and ups it like by a hundred. Yeah. And normally that might not work. Right. Like you yes. just go, oh, wait, um, everything that worked, you're just going to do more of it and it's going to get annoying. But yeah. this works because it's so campy. And it's so it's it's not campy campy to where it's like later on in the series where it just gets so out of hand. But this is the first kind of notions that you get sort of campness from Chucky and you get that snark and you get that bite from him. Yes. Um, that you didn't in the original movie. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So it's like we're seeing Jason for the first time. Yeah, in a way, and it's so great. It's like, it's almost like um, this is this is Aliens to Alien, right? This is the second Aliens movie. There's just so it's like they they just they learned from what the first movie kind of lacked. Yeah, and they made it better. Yes, agreed. Uh, And it gets right to it. Yeah, like this movie just starts. Oh yeah, and and it's not that long of a movie, by the way. No, it's not. It's like the shortest movie of the franchise. Yeah, it's, and it's it what, like works. An hour, it's like ninety. It's ninety minutes. minutes. It's on. You can watch it on, on Peacock if you want with ads, or if you're a Peacock subscriber, uh, congratulations, you're the one person. And um, <laughs> and um, but we rented it. You can rent it. Uh, but it's just so fascinating, kind of watching the evolution of this because I didn't take these movies as serious as I should have. Yeah. And I'm kicking myself in the foot. Uh, I don't, I don't know how someone does that, but whatever. Um, but that's how I, I'm taking it. What about you, Jeremy? Um, so I think like to me, this is, um, like the, this is not a new trope. No, no, this is nothing new. Right, right. Like the the this doll was... come to life is not a new thing. Right, um, slasher. That's not. Yeah, new. It's this not... has been done. And right. by the time nineteen ninety happened, this this sort of genre had become become waned, become outdone. You know what I mean? It, yes. Had we've seen it all, and this isn't necessarily like anything new as a horror movie is concerned, but for some reason it's fun. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think what happens, like, and the first one was suspenseful, but mm-hmm. it was like, they did it in a way that it didn't feel, to me, it never felt like, oh, God, here we go again with this crap. You know, like, mm-hmm. sometimes when you get stuff about, like, dolls come to life or whatever it is, it's pretty, like, 
you know what the cheap jokes are going to be. Mm-hmm. And they do incorporate those. But I think the thing that's funny about them is... Uh, or what, what makes it work is that they are very, like, almost tongue-in-cheek about their own, mm. like, what they're doing. So it's like, you have your suspensefulness, you have your, like, gruesomeness, you have whatever, mm-hmm. your creep factor. But then when they do, when a, when a tired trope comes up, they're just like, hey, guess what? We're going to do it, but we're going to, like... Yeah. really roll into it yes but we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna take it and we're yeah. gonna like own it yes and, and um, so it's almost refreshing in a weird way yeah it's it's because i think it's because they own it because they're not trying to be mm-hmm. dead serious about it they're saying yeah we realize this is a trope but we're gonna like play off mm-hmm. of this you know i think that's what makes the mm-hmm. series work a lot and i didn't appreciate it as much when i was younger mm-hmm. um i remember uh, I w- was at a friend's house, and uh, we we watched. Uh, when we were getting ready to go to, I think it was was it after prom or getting ready to go to prom, a bunch of us watched uh the Bride of Chucky. Okay, and so I was just like, "What the hell!" Like mm-hmm. at the time, but now I think back on it too, and I'm just like, "Yeah, man, that was like." The way they approached it, what they do with the characters. And I mean, hell, later on in the series, like Jennifer Tilly as the actress is in it too. Mm -hmm. And she voices the bride. Mm. And I think the bride takes her over. Mm. And she, she, so Jason, Jennifer Tilly's being herself just acting as the doll. Like Mm -hmm. the, the way they, they, uh, don't take themselves too seriously, but not like in a cheesy, awful way, but like in a very like smart way. And yeah, it makes this series work. It makes, well, it makes these couple movies work. And later on, I think it just becomes, it eats its own tail a little bit where it becomes, where it's like, we get it joke after joke after joke, where it just seems like it's, cause I've seen other ones, obviously yeah. Chucky movies. And I'm like, uh, I get it for some reason. Chucky in this movie hits all the right notes at the right time. Oh, yeah. They don't overuse them, but they use them correctly. Um, this is the, you know, he's flipping people off. He's he's just saying the right thing yeah. at the right time, as far as a villain is concerned. And at the end, when he truly goes crazy and mad, when he realizes he can't escape it, yeah. I'm like really generally frightened. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. You know, like I'm like, whoa. Um, but. When I, when we originally were watching this movie at the start, I was like, "This cast is, is like nobody's right." But then I started reading into it, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, this is actually a decent cast, including Alex Vincent, who reprises roles Andy, uh, not to mention him, and Brad Dorif, who does Chucky's voice, mm-hmm. which we all know. But you got Jennifer um, Agurter, is that how you pronounce her name, as Joanne." And Phil is Garrett Graham, as Phil, right? Yeah. As the couple that kind of yeah. uh, takes in Andy. Yeah. Uh, she's the girl from Logan's Run. Yeah. I was like, shit, that's the girl from Logan's yep. Run. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. It's crazy. And I was like, because I've probably never, like, I'm sure I've seen stuff with her, mm. but I never really, like, put two and two together. But these are very, like, character actors that you've seen over and over again. Yep. And things, including Garrett Graham. Was in everything like in the eighties. It seemed like he probably was in twelve episodes of Murder She Wrote. He just seems yes. like a Murder She Wrote kind of. Oh, guy. he he was like a repeat in, offender. I, I'm pretty sure he was in the episode where uh, the dog kills. I swear he was. He was like in a aristocrat or something like that. He, he was like yeah. the he was the brother who yeah. made the bad investment and by their choices. Mm-hmm. Beth Grant is the the uh, really shitty teacher. Ooh, right, um, so who people may know is like Donnie Darko's mother. Yes. Or not mother. Uh, no. Uh, Donnie Darko's uh, the lady who reigns Sparkle Motion. This is Sparkle Motion, yes. Frankly, I'm starting to doubt you're committed to Sparkle Motion. <laughs> we know her as the Wonderfalls, yeah. Buffalo, Muffin Buffalo Lady. Yes, she is She's a... Uh, another character. What's his name? Um, Brian right, Fuller. Yes, regular. he's like yes. a Fuller-verse uh, stable player. Wait, is that the same character? Did she play the same character in, in Pushing Daisies? I swear she plays the same character in Pushing Daisies as she does in 
well, that's whatever. I looked at a lady. Yeah, yeah, she's the same character. In both okay, of those. good. Uh, but what I think someone who actually is a great addition to the movie is uh, the girl that plays Kyle. Yes. She because we need it's like Christine we don't Elise. have because yeah. it it cements a final girl. Yes, it does. You know what I mean? It puts that trope in there, but it's also like like as much as we don't need it, but we do need it in a yeah. way. We don't think that we also like we always need a final girl. Yeah, but it's just so cemented in horror movies now. Yeah, that it's like okay, we actually needed that for child's play yes because andy is just andy like it's andy's always going to be the counterpart to chucky yes to have her as a final girl helping him in a way is just in her being no questions asked badass but Mm -hmm. like not like we don't really i needed to know a little bit more about her though yeah um, because I was really intrigued by her character. I think it was just probably the actress and the way that she was. Um, but I don't know. How do you feel about the cast in this movie? Um, I actually enjoy the cast. I think they do a pretty good job. Um, I I will say, like, it's standard for horror movies. You, can, mm-hmm. you can't get people back. You know, you have to explain right. why they're gone or whatever. Um, especially when here's Andy. It's obviously not like a different you know, kid who got it or whatever it is. So here's Andy and they explain that his mother, uh, that he got put into foster care because he was claiming the doll made, did these murders. His mother backed him up on it. And because of that, they put her in uh, a mental institution. So she lost custody of him, which I was kind of like, Oh, that's, awkward like it just Mm -hmm. that seems very i guess oddly positioned to me but um but they um i guess i read too that originally they were going to have exposition or like show a scene in the beginning where she's on trial and they would sentence her to Mm. you know like whatever mental facilities um but they would explain it like that so instead we got uh we got exposition through uh, Greg German talking to his boss mm-hmm. about uh, that they cleaned up the doll. They took the doll out of the wreckage. They managed to find it. They cleaned right. it up, put all new skin and stuff on it, and then ran diagnostics to see if there was something that malfunctioned with it because they wanted to make sure that they alleviated themselves of any mm-hmm. like wrongdoing. They found nothing forensically, and it wasn't until they put the eyes in it that it can look <laughs> no, no, no why i mean why the eyes because the eyes are the, the gateway to the soul, to the soul yeah. yeah okay yeah. that's that's my assumption mm-hmm. with it but but i like that it's they put the eyes in it and then it like comes back like, right so and right away we're like boom we're yeah. in it and uh, i mean this is five minutes into the movie yeah which i like that you know it's almost like in that vein of like these are kind of remind me of the friday the 13th yeah. In a way where it's like, how do we bring Chucky back? We've killed him off. Here's here's kind of like this weird way of bringing him back. Yeah. You know, and um, the way he looks, that might be different, but they have some similarities. He has those aspects to it that I, that I kind of like. Um, you know, But we've talked about that before, yeah. too. I think you know? one thing I like about this, too, is that it doesn't like, it doesn't screw with like the mythos part of the way through. No. no. Like, it's it, right after. Like it's it's you can watch the movies back to back. Yes, and be like, okay, this is a continuous story. Yeah, yeah. Well, when it comes to like uh, Jason in the Friday the Thirteenth mm-hmm. series, right? Like in the first movie, he was a dead little boy, and you don't even see him, you know, until the right. end. Second movie, you know, he's got the potato sack head, and mm-hmm. you know he's you get the sense that he wasn't dead at all. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, it's this. Oh, no, it's right. this. And like, well, he's unstoppable. Well, they keep, they keep yeah, changing they keep... it. It's magic, and then it's yeah. psychic, whatever, and then it's this and this, and then he's brought back by nanites in space. And, like, <laughs> it just, they keep changing what it is. Um, and the same almost in, like, Michael Myers, too. You don't know mm. what, like, is driving it, and it's kind of like, 
they don't talk about it or if they do it's inconsistent and it's like well you know what is it right um is that though through like studio wanting to go we can't end this yet we have to we have to milk this and we got to bring it back to um them. i would say like um i think i think the most egregious one is friday the 13th for doing I, that well, very much so um but like the other ones do it too like nightmare on elm street you know halloween mm-hmm. those they do it as well not as nothing as bad as friday the 13th i don't think but mm-hmm. um uh i think that like this is at least consistent with it being like voodoo right but yeah. i also get like the fact i feel like these movies kind of get like oh these are friday the 13th like younger brother mm-hmm. or like younger kid kind of thing yeah and i'm like that's not necessarily the truth these are up there to with them you know yeah. the, this franchise is what it is yeah and it's been going on for a while there's a reason why you know, people keep coming back to this. Yeah. You know, and so I'm like, well, you know, it's uh, it's as iconic as iconic as Jason, if yeah. not. You know, everyone knows Chucky the doll as yeah. much as they know a hockey mask in Jason. So I don't think there's any reason to downgrade this from being an iconic villain. Right. Well, I almost think it's I almost think it's scarier. Though, I think it is like, too because everybody's, everybody's had a toy or something as a mm-hmm. child that that were like I used, I used to. I remember when I was a kid, um, and I was obviously probably dreaming. God, I hope I was dreaming. <laughs> the the uh, like I used to swear I had this Kermit the Frog mm-hmm. like stuffed animal on my bed, and I used to swear at night its mouth would open and close. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would boot it off my bed. And, like, what do we do? do? What do we like? Tonight's special guest is Lily Tomlin. Yay! <laughs> yeah, just very slow. Just Tonight's like... special guest <laughs> is Lily Tomlin. So, but like, I is it like the movie The Cat's Eye with like that creepy? Yeah. Like, oh, the thing's the, yeah. creepy. No, that so it used to freak me out, and so I think everybody who's ever had like, who's been afraid mm-hmm. of the, the the stuff that they have in their room at night or whatever when they were little kids, like. This movie, I think, speaks to you with that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some of these other movies, I don't think from the supernatural killer standpoint that, like, we have as many real-life parallels. Like, <laughs> you think about, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, everybody had nightmares, right? So right. I think that that one is, like, that one freaks me out because it's like, oh, my God, like, I've right. had freaky dreams. Uh, You know, and some of the other ones... You know, you don't run into those same experiences, as, you know, whatever. Mm. But I think it almost taps into this, like, primal, like, you know, you being scared as a kid. And it just validates mm-hmm. the things that creeped you out. So I yeah. think that's why these movies work a lot. Now, do you feel we... like this movie was too short or just the right length? Um, I almost wanted a little bit more. Um, But for the most part, it's a fun ride that goes pretty quick. Yeah. if we If we had more... Like, it couldn't have just been, like, going between places. It almost needed to either be another kill somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that the stuff with the family. So, he's adopted by this family. Or not adopted, but, like, fostered, fostered. by this family. Yeah. And they think that he's breaking stuff or doing these bad things. Like, I almost would rather have seen, like, maybe incorporate, like, a neighbor. Yeah. Who got, like, yeah. a cranky neighbor who got pissed yeah. about something that they were, like... Well, that's suspicious. Mm. Before they just, you know, started, started killing, killing the, 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 family. the foster family. Um, <laughs> but the that uh, house that was creepy itself. Oh my god! It's like so blue. It, it's so like blue it, and mauve. Yeah, it's, and it's yeah, full it's of like old blue, shit. Pink and white, full of old crap. It, it smells it, like smoke. It just looks like it smells like smoke to me. Oh god! Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like it some, probably smells like musty, like 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 old mothballs newspaper. and like yeah. menthol cigarettes. That's what it like looks looks like. Do you know? What I mean? Oh, I I doubt those people smoke. I doubt they just, did. Just but I'm just saying. Balls. I'm yeah. just saying. You know. Yeah. You know how like old furniture looks yeah. like. It, it just smells. Well, it reminded me of. For those of you who remember uh, our earlier episode of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey <laughs> from like from forever ago, from three one, years like ago? episode one, two, or three, mm-hmm. the, the uh, oh, I'll look, I'll look while you do that. <laughs> I think it's two. It's probably three or four. Yeah. No, Short did we do that for Easter? No, we were going to. But yeah. anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, but they where they have nightmares. Bill and Ted have nightmares where Three. they're in hell. Or not nightmares, they're in hell, and it's their personal hells where it's like, one of them's with the uh, Easter Bunny, mm-hmm. and the other one's got to kiss yeah. his grandma. That's what this reminds me of, where it's got the bl- harsh blues and pinks. Oh, it's gross. It's it's a gross house. <laughs> like, it's gross. And I almost, you know, part of me was almost like, I wanted a little bit more, almost with like Chucky being like, "What the fuck is this place?" Right? Like him being like even weirded out I mean, by it. If that sanctuary, she should have just not ran with Logan. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, just don't, just stay there. Yeah, the um, cats have three names. Daddy <laughs> <laughs> Peter used to. Not. The, um, but no, so yeah, I, I think this movie like. But there's like what seven kills in this or something. Yeah, there's like only that. seven kills. Yeah. Um, although you know the one that stuck with, stuck with me from when I was a kid mm-hmm. was when the guy had the, the the eyeballs. The guy is on the conveyor yeah. belt. Mm-hmm. He fixes it. Chucky knocks him into the way of whatever, and like it's the crazy. the plastic eyeballs get driven in through his mm-hmm. eyes. I thought was so freaky when I was a kid. I, I have always remembered oh, that one. Probably the best kill in yeah. the movie. Would oh, you, you would say it, right? Yeah. And next it, to the teacher, the teacher is pretty fun too. I like the teacher's kill. But, but most of them are like, most of them honestly are pretty benign. And pretty quick. Yeah. Like, like right? the one guy gets suffocated. So it's right. not, it's not particularly gruesome. Right. The teacher, she gets stabbed a little bit, mm-hmm. but then she gets beaten with a ruler so you don't really see much of it and it's not even that bloody but i love that though that, yes. that seems great yeah um <laughs> both of the foster parents their deaths are pretty quick you know yes. they're, they're trips kind of, on the steps though too. there's a little brutality but they're yeah you know they're also you know tame You're right this like, movie isn't as gory until probably the end yes till the eye that's not that <laughs> yeah but even that, like, I'm going to tell you, the last 20 minutes of this movie are fucking wonderful. Yes, they are. They are just absolutely some of the best. Like, first of all, it's like a maze with Chucky dolls. Yeah, right? they, they go into those... the toy factory where yes. where they're manufacturing the My Hero dolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're, they're in there and so there's tons of Chucky dolls. So mm-hmm. great opportunity for a lot of like jumps. Cause you don't know which one is which mm-hmm. and you see them being manufactured. You're seeing mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff like that. But first they're, they're kind of trying to find their way through like a maze of, of already put together boxes of Chucky dolls, which in a way reminds me of the shining in a way, mm-hmm. how they're trying to like, and they're like, damn it. And then they, you know, have to uh, maneuver their way. This whole thing is like Chucky in a funhouse thing. And it's so great and so well done. And kudos for them for thinking about this. But this is the way that A, you should kill off a villain. (laughs) Because the way that they do that, which they do like three times, and they eventually just blow him up, which is absolutely fucking wonderful. But when he finally reaches... um, uh, what's his face, Andy, and um, and he's like trying to, you know, switch souls to get him, you know, yes. out. And he realizes it's too late, and he goes fucking nuts. And oh. He just is like, ah. Well, it changes and it's like the, the first game. time you really feel the real rage. Yes. Of of the character, uh, and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I'm. Well, but that it changes the tone because yes. okay, because up to that point, Andy. Now we're flat out. You horror. know, Andy is safe. No matter what, mm-hmm. the child is safe mm-hmm. because uh, because he needs he the needs child. Yeah. yeah, but once he once he realizes, like, then that's so great too when the drips of blood come down and mm-hmm. Andy just opens his eyes and looks around like, "What happened?" And you realize mm-hmm. that it didn't take place. Like to me, yeah. that and the it, whole sequence is great. Yes, yes, and everything past that. Like, then Chucky gets, you know, he gets stabbed. He gets, you know, bolted to he a gets plate and like bolted to the plate, put in like the like molded thing. Yeah, you think he's they they show they they show some parts go through this center console. They set that up so well, yes. though, don't they? Yeah, they do because they make because they have Andy and Kyle go through the whole thing. 
you know, trying to find a way out. Yeah. And in the in the meantime, they're bumping into things and it's showing the conveyor belts. Right, right. It's showing and you're like, This is how you see it's drips happen. of the acid, you see drips. You know of... like this is gonna come back. Yep. But you know it's gonna be great. And the acid he bumps in and she's she, you know, uh, catches him before the the acid hits him. Yeah, pushes him out of the way, and you're like, "This is gonna be great." How they're gonna get get him is gonna be great because it's just you see you see all of it. Yeah, and then when it happens, it's a major payoff. Yeah, like it's worth it, and it's it's seriously a funhouse of like going up and down this factory. There's the the one last kill with the guy with the eyeballs, which is great. Yes. And then he swings and almost uh, and knocks out Kyle too. Yes. Um, which is so great. Like everything is timed so wonderfully. Agreed. And so like to where the point where you're it's like a it's in the vein of like um Jurassic Park in a way. In the way that it's like fast and it's like, oh, they're gonna they're oh, they're gonna go through that. Oh no! It's almost gonna be too late. She's not gonna hit hit the door correctly. She's not. She's not gonna make it right. Like it's yeah. it's on that vein. And I'm not saying it's not Spielberg esque, but it's like it's so tense and so wonderful to watch that yeah. um, I enjoyed it wonderfully. It's it's well choreographed. Yes, it's so well done. And and you know what? I think one of the other things that's really fun, like to where Lucas tried to do it later on in the stupid fucking prequels of star wars and oh yeah like yes. shit like that where i'm like but where I'm... it was way too busy yeah in a way yeah. like it's like uh terminator as well yeah. or like there's some some west world yeah in there you know um i think the thing that's great with this too is that at some point they start playing with the idea that you know you always see like oh like whenever your villain jason freddy whoever does these like creative kills or whatever you know it's it's interesting like when when jason puts somebody in a, a, a sleeping bag and then he beats them against a tree or you know whatever it is freddie pulls somebody through a bed that all is it's interesting because you can you can do whatever you want to the to the victims but i think this one more so than the others like People hit Jason. People, you know, mm-hmm. trip them. People do whatever, and like they get back up. You can do a bunch of things to them, but they always do the I sit up and I come back. You know, like yeah, they, they do that a little you bit don't, here. You don't do very many creative things like to right that's to take true. them down unless you're like towards the very end of it, like at the end of the movie, and then you do like one big thing. Yeah. Do you feel like it's because it's a doll and so they can just torture a yep. doll? It's because you can do whatever to the doll mm-hmm. and you can make it look as screwed up and whatever. Like perfect perfect example. So like in that whole choreographed chase bit, he's uh like where uh they are climbing up through a chute of rollers. Mm-hmm. Great scene. And Andy slips and he's sliding down mm-hmm. and like jaws Chucky pops up at the end of the rollers mm-hmm. and like stabs the knife into you know and misses even him. though you know it's gonna happen yes I mean you know it is yeah it's still kind of just so great well and the so fact freaky. that he's like chasing him up with the knife yeah is junk yeah junk and it's fast junk. but it's like it's also smaller movements and mm-hmm. so like it's you know the kid can get away from whatever mm-hmm. I'm used to like you think about like uh like your you know Mike Myers, your Freddy's, whatever, when they do like one big stab or mm. one where like it's over really quick. And this one, it's like he's chasing him. It's got that suspense to it. And when they trap him, I love they bring a cage down on his arm that's holding the knife. So the knife falls off. He, uh, you see him like pull on his hand <laughs> and rip his own hand off. And it's like rubber. So, you know, big deal. But it's also bleeding. Because it's kind of blended with the biological right. piece. And so then he takes the knife and puts it in his hand, on the end of his hand. So he's got like a knife hand. And I think that's so cool. 
Um, but then you can also do things like they, yeah, you're right because there's no yeah, there's a, not that aspect of like the villain yeah. accidentally something happening to him. Yeah, and then he has to the villain has to be creative enough to to do that, like Chucky yeah. did, where he's like puts the yeah, you're right, yeah. I like that. If too. Jason loses his legs, right. his legs are gone. His for legs the rest are of gone. The movie. Yeah, right. But with Chucky, like he gets stapled to a board. You think he gets like melted with the other things or burned mm. with a bunch of parts, which I think is cool. It's creepy looking, but he ripped his own legs off and like mm. crawled away. He crawled away. But you can do that because you also know outside of everything else, right? He's gonna get his body back the next right. time, like in another doll. And for me, I think this is aesthetically is the best that Chucky looks. Like I think I really like the the. The animatronics of Chucky in this yeah. movie, I really think they do a better job than the first movie, and I just think that like it just becomes to where, again, it becomes a caricature, yeah, and not necessarily, not like anything, not, not that that's a bad thing, but right. you know what I'm what I'm saying. Yes, I just feel like this is, if you're gonna say to someone, iconically, what does Chucky look like? Yeah, it's this movie. Yeah. Like, through and through. Yeah. This is what Chucky is. Oh, you know, although I find that a lot more depictions of him now mm-hmm. are more from, like, the next however many movies where, mm-hmm. like, within a couple movies from now where he gets, like, the stitched together rubber and the whatever, like... Yeah, because people like that. Yeah. Because it's a creepy look. Yes. To it. Yeah. And I, but I know, almost think this is more that realistic look through. Yes, to I it. I like him looking just like any of the dolls because mm-hmm. he can blend in with the dolls and you get that creepy factor with mm-hmm. it. Um, I think, uh, where this does run into trouble for me by you know not in this movie, but I think of it from a whole standpoint. Like right. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. Right. No, it's fine. Uh, I think of it from like a whole <laughs> standpoint where. You know, Michael Myers comes back. Michael Myers always looks like Michael Myers. And Freddy's always looks like Freddy, right? Like, mm-hmm. they, they look consistent. Um, One thing that happens with Jason, though, is Jason changes, changes. every time. Yeah. And which which is like a plus and minus to me. Because it can it's be. like Because it's, you have this very clean look for him, like, early on. And then as it goes on, then he looks more rotten. Then he looks mm-hmm. this. And then they're like, well, it's too rotten. Time to make him spacey, and then you like, you know, then right. they like up him again, and I almost think that it goes through that in here, where it's like, well, how do we differentiate between each one, and how do we keep upping mm-hmm. the creep factor? Well, you add the stitches in, then you add this, and you add that, like they just make him look, and that one, then you add a second doll, and then you, you know, like it's like they evolve it mm-hmm. almost to the point where, to your point, like this, I think is like to me is more creepy than the stitch stuff because mm-hmm. he could be any one of like a thousand dolls. And then there's creepiness because mm-hmm. you never know where he is. But the, uh, the other ones are a little bit more obvious. I think what lacks for me for this movie is the aspect of, um, like the consumer, uh, theme kind of being the really big evil as much yeah. as like you get that in the factory scene, I wanted more of like the head guy CEO, yeah, to kind of get the um, up and comings, um, and kind of uh, have kind of like more yeah. of of that being in there, kind of in a way where he kind of um, hates that. But I get that the that that's not really what this movie is. Yeah. It's more um, rooted in Andy. What I do like is bringing in Kyle yeah. into the mix and realizing that. This movie is based on, or kind of has, that through story of just being kind of um, a, ki- a child of no one, yeah. in a way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Through the characters of Andy and now Kyle, where you know Andy kind of doesn't have his mom anymore, and Kyle doesn't. And just kind of like that, where... In a way, Chucky in the end kind of has more of a family than, than say Andy or even Kyle, but they have each other. I don't. Yes, I, I get that. But other. like, you know, do you know what I mean? Because you yeah. get the bride of Chucky and like you know all this family. It almost becomes <laughs> this weird 
uh, second, like, family for, not Andy, but, like, Chucky in itself, where he has more of, like, things that uh, that someone normal should have, and Andy doesn't. Yeah. And I think that then, uh, and not knowing the other movies, like the later movies, and even the, the TV show that they're having uh, this year, um, hopefully they bring more of that into it, which I don't think, like, why wouldn't they? Do you know what it's, I mean? It's based on, uh, it is based on, it's a continuation of the original series. Right. Because I think they were like, oh boy, like after the, <laughs> after the reboot yeah. one. Is Don Mancini, like, is he doing that then? Or I think uh, he would be. Would, yeah, so he is, he is, um, he created the Chucky TV series. Yes. yes. Or is it just based off his characters? Um, it says, no, I'll click on it here. Yeah, he's the showrunner. He's yeah, the showrunner, right. so yeah. yeah. Yep. Cool. So, yeah, might as well go for it. Um, you know, and I think one thing too, like I, I appreciate that this show like has or that this franchise started building its mythology so early. You get Andy back multiple times. You get Kyle starting to get introduced. You know, like I appreciate that because I think that's part of like I think differentiates it between like this and just like generic kind of horror stuff that's just throwaway is that you get the mythos mm-hmm. that gets built with it. Sure. Um, so this premieres October 12th on USA sci-fi. There you go. So there. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, it took to me, it, it seems like it took a while till, um, uh, to get that built up in Friday the 13th outside of, right. outside of Jason and Pamela Voorhees. Yes. It took outside it of to, that. It took it till probably, uh, the final chapter, I think when mm-hmm. like Tommy Jarvis shows up. Uh, played by Corey Feldman. That makes sense because then you get this more, this tonal shift of, and, and then through the eyes of Tommy. Yeah. You know? Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Which almost becomes, in a way, you know, compared with Andy and, and Chucky. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that they named Andy from Toy Story after? I was, <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that. Um, but who knows? Yeah. I think, you know, playing with dolls might as well. Sure. Yeah. They come to life. Yeah. They come to life. Yeah. Why not? There you go. Yeah. Yes. We should recut. Recut Toy Story. Hey, Pixar. Is that true? (laughs) We'll ask. I guess. Uh, Twitter. Okay. Um, should we do our five questions? Yes, we definitely should do our Mm -hmm. five questions. Uh, there it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you think is the best part of this series or best part of this movie? Um, there's a lot that I'm actually really enjoyed about this movie, but the last uh, 20 minutes of this movie, um, I think are some of the best scenes of horror movies mm-hmm. in general. I think that's just me, but um. Uh, the last 20 minutes of this movie. Yeah. And I think the, the addition of Kyle into it is pretty well, but the last 20 minutes, um, of the movie, I think the final kill of that one guy, (laughs) the final, the final kill of, of, of Chucky is a fucking amazing. That's the way to kill a villain. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'm happy with that. So I'm happy with everything. Once they enter the, the, the factory, not that the movie was bad, but once they enter the movie, uh, the factory to the end of the movie, yeah, best part, yeah. Bottom line, um, I think the the best part of the movie for me, and it is it's a, it's a product of the time, obviously, but mm-hmm. like to me, the practical effects in this mm-hmm. are really great. And obviously, like, look, it's an animatronic mask or puppet, you know. <sighs> We could do things CG and make mm-hmm. it look a lot cleaner these days, but there's something that's different. Like all I'm, all I'm saying is like, look at the the new <laughs> the chucking the new Child's Play mm-hmm. reboot, and then look at the original one. Agreed. And I think the original one looks scarier to me. And I think it's because you can see the actual movements and like 
There's twitching and whatever with it that you don't get with the other one so much. Um, the other one is much cleaner looking, except mm-hmm. for his mullet. But like, it just to me it doesn't resonate the same. Mm-mm. Um, this is the one that like I'm just like, oh god, it's because he looks fake. I think that's why. Like mm-hmm. in this, he has to look fake for that to look good, because you have to believe he's not real. Right. Correct. Is that um, weird? Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I think the practical effects are amazing. And especially once, again, once you get to the toy factory. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you what my absolute favorite of all the parts are. So they've gone through the thing. He's already gotten a knife hand. He's come after Andy. He got, you know, melted to like legs and whatever else and ripped his own legs off and crawl. He's crawling after Andy. It's great. And he gets real close to him. And you see like the hot, like, the, the hot melty plastic mm-hmm. drip down and like steam and he goes and Chucky looks up like oh no like even <laughs> he is like oh crap and then Andy just pulls this lever and like molten rubber is spraying out mm. all over Chucky and he just looks like he's melted and you even they come back later and they're like, oh my god, okay, yeah. Like he's just in this melted pile of goo. And it's gross looking. Like it looks like you can see the veins in there and you can see whatever. It reminds me of like the blob or something of that. And then he jumps up and is like trying to attack her. So he's covered in like gooey rubber and his face is melted. Like part of his mouth is melted together and his eyes kind of has tissue between it. And like, I mean, it's... It's to me. I was just like, "Oh, that's so great!" Mm. Like when he's doing that, and that's when she she jams like a <laughs> the air hose in his mouth, and hose. his head expands and it finally blows so up. So great! Oh yeah, my God. but like to me, especially the stuff with like the the melty rubber mm. and him being coated in that goo and like being like half melted when he's coming after her is like to me. I love that scene. I could watch that part over and over. Mm-hmm. Because it's so the visually it's cool looking, um, and I'll say that's something else too. With all these other the other horror guys, it, it, to me there's less savagery. It's more about like strength and power. Like you can run, but they're just gonna be knock you down and just stab you with one mm. blow. Right? Chucky is very much like a rabid animal coming after you. He's mm. screaming. He's you know telling you to go fuck yourself and like stabbing at you repeatedly with a knife like. Quick, 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 sharp stabs. Like, to me, he's much more savage in that way. Much more, like, aggressive in that way. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Yeah, me too. And especially when he keeps coming back with that. I think that's great. And the it, I, to me, it doesn't work without the practical effect in mm-hmm. that case. Mm-hmm. So that's my answer. Okay. So, so it wasn't the lady that played Sarah Palmer? No. Okay, just checking. No. No, it was not the guy from uh, the Phantom of the Paradise. <laughs> um, do you think wasn't movie... the guy from Carolyn in the City? I don't know if he was in that, but he was like in some nineties sitcom. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> do you think this movie stands on its own? Um, in a way, it does. It's weird that I feel like that, but basically because it just picks up and doesn't let go, right? But yeah. there are moments where you're like, "Well, why is this all?" Yes. Coming to life. Why are we? Who's Andy? Yeah. Why? Why do we have those questions if we haven't watched the first one? So yes and no, but like in a way, um, you can watch this movie and not really. Yeah. But it benefits to have watched the first one. Yeah. Well, back to back, watching first one and the second one right after another. Uh, you should do that. I. But if you don't. Yeah. No big deal. I think you're fine. I really do. Honestly, I don't think it does. Really? And I think You don't think it stands on its own? No. I mean it doesn't, but like I think you can I think you can enjoy it either way. Like for what what it is. Obviously you can I mean this one you could totally enjoy, but I think because there's there's exposition at the beginning that tells you what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um but I think like the it could have stood on its own had you changed a simple thing. If they would have, like, found the doll and put it back into circulation or put it back wherever and it goes to, like, a new kid 
in a foster family. Like if you took Andy out of the equation and mm. changed him to like a generic kid who just got this yeah, but I don't doll through something. You know I don't want that. No, and I don't either. Right. But I think if you changed it to that, then yeah, it would stand on its own. Also, because it a, could be it would almost that's a be bad like movie. Huh? That's a terrible movie. I don't want to watch that movie. Well, right, but but then it becomes like the it becomes like the the gun or whatever that TV right. show was. But that's what like, I mean. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying this stands on its own. I'm just saying that there are moments where I'm like, I don't care that it doesn't stand on its own. Right. I can watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, yeah, you're, you're right. Like it yeah. doesn't hurt it. That it no, doesn't. I don't think it hurts it. Yeah. I think you can you can you can figure it out, and the exposition tells you most mm. of what you need to know. But I think it from from the way we look at this, I don't really don't think it stands on its own. No, and it's but it's okay. No, it shouldn't because you already are building that mythology. No, there you go. Um, does this make you want to watch the first one? In fact, um, yes, it does. And in fact, yesterday I wanted to watch the first one, but I knew that we were going to do this for the show, so mm-hmm. I didn't watch the first one. Oh, there you go. Um, because I didn't want it because it's been a couple of years, and I didn't yeah. want it to taint. How I saw this just individually, yeah. Wise, I get that. Yeah. You know how that happens. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to do that, but I really wanted to watch the first one. Yeah. Um, but I'm kind of glad I didn't, because I kind of wanted to just objectively watch. Yeah. This and just grade it on its own, which we kind of weren't in a way. We were kind of. You still grade yeah. these as part of a franchise. Yeah. But I was trying to grade these this. On its own, too. Um, and if I was going to grade this on its own, um, this is, I think, better than the first one. Mm-hmm. I think that these are the these are the top two. And yeah. I think this is actually, as time progresses, this is better than, than the first one. I'd agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you on that. How about you? Would, um, do, does this make you want to watch the first one? Yeah, it does make me want to watch the first one. It actually makes me want to go through, and as as bad as some of them will be, mm-hmm. it makes me want to go through the series of them. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it also, like, and, and part of that is because as we were reading up on it, I was there's some of them I haven't seen, like, towards the end, like The Cult of Chucky, mm-hmm. which is, like, a direct-to-video release. It's, like, the seventh movie. But both Kyle and Andy come back in that one. Mm-hmm. And it's the same actors, too. And so I'm just like, interesting. <laughs> like, like the, you're back in the seventh movie. Like, I like that because I'm interested to see where it's going. Mm-hmm. Are, they um, back, are they in the... I know Kyle's in Kyle's the Kyle's in the TV show, yeah. Andy is, too, isn't Andy? I don't know if Andy... I think he is. Yeah. But I know for sure Kyle is. Okay. Um, But, like... I'm I'm down with that. <laughs> like you know, does the, it make you want to watch they, the the new series that's coming out at all? Yeah, but it makes like maybe but check I would, it out. I watch the I'd want to watch all the other mm, stuff probably sure. to understand what's going on before that. Sure, because I'm sure I'd probably miss out on some mythology too. Mm. But um, but yeah, it does make me want to watch the first one and the others. Does it make you want to watch any other Jennifer Tilly movie? Um, well, always of course. Jennifer Tilly's fabulous. All right, we're gonna watch Bound here. All right, is she in that? Yeah, she's she is. in that. Yeah, go ahead with uh, Gina Gershon. Yes, Gina Gershon is yep. in that. Yes, there you go. Uh, Wachowskis. Yes, yes. I want to say sisters, but they were brothers at the time. Yeah. So that's the Wachowski sisters. Yeah. So I think just the sisters. Yeah. 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 Or I guess the Wachowskis. Is the just Wachowskis. A I guess you. That. Yeah. Yeah. You could just say that. Yeah. Um. Would you reboot, continue, or cancel the series? Well, obviously it's going on, but yeah. let's say it didn't. Okay, yeah. just for the purposes of yeah. this question. Yes. Based on this movie, you want to continue. But I don't think you should continue without Kyle and Andy. And when I mean Kyle and Andy, I mean the original actors. They so changed him out in the third movie. They changed, well, I don't think Kyle's in the, the even the character Kyle. I don't even think he's in the third one. Um, in, the just third, in the third child's play, it is... Who is it? Justin Whalen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they show Alex Vincent like in a flashback. Then he isn't into movies. Right. He doesn't show back up until Curse of Chucky. And then he's in there for Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. Okay. And then he's in the TV series. So obviously, yes. Based on this movie, I want them to continue, and they yeah. did. 
But how they did it maybe wasn't the greatest execution. So Kyle doesn't show back up until Cursor Chucky. Cursor Chucky. So, like, most of the people do not repeat until later. But then they start adding them up more with, like, Jennifer Tilly. I mean, whatever. She was too busy playing Rhonda on Head of the Class. Big (laughs) deal. Get it. Get Uh, it, Arvid. (laughs) In Bride of Chucky, Catherine Heigl, John Ritter. Catherine Heigl was in that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Catherine Heigl, they, they're the characters that are, oh, yeah, that, oh, I remember watching that. That's a terrible, oh, yeah, Catherine Heigl's in, in that. Yeah. And they're, those characters are awful. The yes. B story? Fuck yep. the B story. <laughs> um, but, yes, so there you go. <laughs> the, the uh, um, by the way, eventually, I'm trying to remember, uh, in... In the Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky, Fiona Durif shows up, which is Bradbury's, I think, daughter? His mm-hmm. daughter or his niece? They're related. Yeah. She, was, she was in... She was the holistic assassin in... Um, oh, the, the holistic detective. Uh, Dirk Gently. The crazy gal in that one. Mm-hmm. So you can see where she's related to Brad Durif. Um, also, uh, the, uh, Chucky's voiced by Mark Hamill. It was Child's, the reboot. Oh, really? Which I'm, oddly not, I'm not all about that. Like, I love Mark Hamill's voice in pretty much everything, but that's, that's sort of I'm weird. Like, eh, but eh, I'm, I don't know about that. Yeah. Although watching that preview, that was a really interesting cast. So I was like, Maybe. Man, Curse of Chucky gets Catherine Hicks back. You get Chris Sarandon back. Do you really? Yeah. Hmm. And his character, you know, I must Chris Sarandon's character, is played by Brian Tyree Henry. And yeah, the, okay, yeah. yes, that's yeah. well. As much as I love that actor, why? Okay, sure. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Anywho, <laughs> but so as a thing, as far as I'm concerned, mm. like I'm about continuing. Hmm. Um, and I like where I like that they're just like let's change the medium up, go with TV show, you know. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of there's a few things that done that, like Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, might as well. Um, I think it'll be better. Like I think we're in a better place to do that now than when they were like Friday the Thirteenth the series mm-hmm. or like those right. kind of things. Right. Um. Um. But I would I would continue the continuing and cancel the reboot, <laughs> mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, finally. Sum up your experience in two words. Oh my god, you first. I'm having a hard time with this. Uh, child's play. <laughs> <laughs> I put toy explosion. I don't toy know why. Story. Because not or toy story or Toy Gory. Know, toy Toy Gory too? Yeah. Um I like it. I like this movie. I think this is a movie that I'm gonna come back to, you know. I, you know me, it, it takes me a couple years to, if I really, I gotta really, really like a movie to do it over yep. and over again. Um, but this is a movie that I would watch front to back with yeah. the first one first and the second one second. So yeah, no, I would. Um, if we are, were to ever gonna go down the whole uh, uh, Chucky Child's Play thing, uh, I think we would need to start with one and go f- from there. And I think we should get the child's play candy. Do you know what I'm talking about? The child's play candy that has like the dots and the tootsie rolls and the suckers. That's the child's play candy. Do you not know this? What? Child's play candy that you get at Halloween. Do you not know child's play candy? No. Yeah. There's a child's play. It's like an assortment of candy. Oh. Do you not know this? Please. I don't know. Yes. I think I just usually shove it down my gullet. I don't like. <laughs> don't like look at what they're called. No, it's like child's play candy mix. Yeah. Right. No, you're right. Tootsie yep. Rolls, child's play favorites, fantastic candy variety yeah. mix bag. Well, I'll be dipped. Do you not know this? Yeah. So they put it all the no, tootsie, the... all the tootsie pop things are yeah, child's dots play. and those like multicolored right. tootsie I love rolls. dots and like all the yeah the multicolored yeah. Okay. like yellow tootsie rolls and blue tootsie rolls 
and green ones, and they're peanut free, gluten free. Good, good. Just saying that. So if you want to give your kids at Halloween child's play candy mix, go ahead and give that. A five pound bag is twenty six dollars yeah. at Walmart. What are juniors? Is that just the small tootsie rolls? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so then think they have the the larger to see junior mints, senior mints, no, <laughs> sophomore mints, sophomore mints. There's class in my sophomore mints. <laughs> uh, so you've induced on this, and you've also learned that uh, uh, Child's Play has a variety pack of candy. There you go. Not, it's not sponsored by Child's Play. Like it doesn't have like a picture of Chucky on it. Ooh. But maybe it Although, should. like, get on that tootsie. What if... Let me see that tootsie roll. What if, in one of the movies, <laughs> they finally, they oh. beat him with something, or they hit him in the head so hard that his head blows up, and Child's Play candy mix falls out of it. <laughs> like, it's and the whole like, time. It's and it's just a piñata. commercial for Child's Play candy mix. <laughs> I love it. Dots and tootsie pops. Dots and, and tootsie pops. And tootsie oh. rolls. I love those flavored, uh, like, the... The, um, the fruit flavored ones. Yeah, but those are what? Sometimes you get those, and I'm just I'd be like, oh, awesome, because I love the vanilla yeah, ones or the, the cherry ones. or whatever it is, yeah. and I'd be like, yeah, I oh, it's oh. like the blue, it's the limey one, oh, or it's the lime orange one. It's gross. Yeah, gross. All right. Oh no, so they have the so they have the long tootsie pops. <laughs> yeah, they the do. short tootsie pops. No, I'm just going to talk about this for a no. Little okay, bit. so and then they have the tootsie. Pop thing, not the Tootsie Pops, but the Tootsie Roll like have, bar thing. Yeah, they have the long rolls and they have the little bars. Yeah, the little bars. Yeah, those I think are juniors. Oh, is that what juniors? I think are? so. So, and what are seniors? Ones? Are those the longer ones? The seniors? Yeah. There's no senior. Well, you said juniors. I just thought there were well, seniors. That's a, t- the Tootsie Roll's longer one. What are the, the sophomore the mints? There's no the sophomore mints in there. In the... I want some sophomore mints. You want some sophomore mints? Yeah. Senior mints? Some bottle caps? <laughs> Now we're just talking about candy. Hey, where can people find us, Jeremy? Uh, people can find us at the bottom of a bag of Child's Play Fantastic, Fantastic Tootsie Roll Favorites. Mm. Also at the Podcast.podbean.com, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, many of those podcatchers. That's true. Uh, you can also, you can also uh, find us through the nofonynetwork.com, so that's our podcasting network. Uh, definitely check that out. Um, and you can find, you know, mm-hmm. many of our podcast mates through there as well. Sure, do that. Hey, buy one, get one 40% off on Child's Play Variety Pack, 32 Ooh. ounce at Walgreens. Not a sponsor of the Deuce Podcast. There you go. So we'll be back next week. We might do what? Freddy? Yeah, we'll do Pinhead. something along these lines. We'll, I don't we'll know. We'll, it it's, it's someone iconic. Yeah. We're, we're, we'll bring it. Yeah. But in, uh, while we bring it and while we decide, while we eat some child's play candy, <laughs> don't forget that the deuce and the sequel are king.